everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Walk. I'm your host, Joshua Ingram. It is Monday, June 21st, Year of Our Lord 2021. Uh, this will be episode number 40. So it's actually been several weeks uh, since I've done one of these. And... Um, It'd really be hard to explain why, because I, I, I can't really put it into words or, or explain um, sufficiently why I haven't been, been able to do one of these. But um, it's just a really odd season in, in my walk, in my faith. Um, there's a lot of perplexing... Uh, issues going on. Nothing, nothing dramatic. It's it's nothing uh, overtly um, alarming or anything like that. It's just this weird season of uh, I was gonna say stillness, but I don't know if that's the right word. Passivity or apathy. I don't really know how to explain it. Um, the majority of my Christian walk has been, if you were it, like, if you were to look internally within my mind, within my heart, it would be a red hot blazing fire. Um, of just inner dialogue with the spirit, constant self-examination, um, examining my own, seeing my own sin, uh, feeling shame and guilt, and um, just battling that sin, fighting against it, desiring not to have it. Um, so there's just a, a constant battle. It's it's and and. As I sat here and thought about it right before I hit record, um, that shame and that guilt I wouldn't classify as bad things. I would say those are good things because they're not they're not overwhelming shame and guilt where where it um, inhibits me from from being productive or or making progress. I feel like they're they're it's the proper amount of guilt and shame that that spurs me on to keep fighting. It's viewing myself uh, as the chief of all sinners, like like Paul saw himself. Um, just always being aware of of who I am in the flesh, being aware of what the flesh is, being aware of that uh, the internal motives, the internal desires, the internal fantasies, um, imaginations, seeing how wicked they are, and knowing that I, I have no hope within myself, that myself is repulsive, that my flesh is the enemy, that my flesh is is the the vicious penultimum uh, enemy. Like, more so than the devil, more so than the world is my flesh. And um, so so that's been a majority of my walk, is, is seeing that, being aware of that, and fighting against that. And that's kept my, my Christian faith um, active. And... Uh, like I say, fiery. It's just kept the fires burning, even in periods of dullness uh, externally, or periods of um, seeming 
um, seemingly inactivity. There's always that battle going on underneath the surface. And, and so that, that's been the, the, the history of my walk or, or my experience so far. Lately, within the last couple months, there's been a, a cooling period. Which is an odd thing because externally, it looks like everything's fine. It just looks like nothing's really happening. Like life has kind of come to a, a dull standstill. Um, there's nothing really going on. Internally, on the surface level, it, it appears as a calmness, a an acceptance of life, uh, what, what would seemingly be contentment, like just uh, chill. But it just occurred to me that verse in Timothy says, godliness with contentment is great gain. And so, so um, the, the thing that may be lacking is godliness. So I, I wouldn't say it's real contentment. It's, it's a deceptive contentment, I think. Um, I don't know if any of this makes sense, but, but basically the last few months, it's, it's just been a season of nothing occurring, no real urgency in my spiritual walk, and just kind of this calm acceptance of the way things are and and so like i say on the surface that would appear to be a good thing but but it's caused this this um worry or anxiety underneath that in in my subconscious that's saying like um the fires are cooling you know don't be okay with this um It's almost like, you know, we're supposed to be in this wartime mentality uh, because we're, we're, in a, we're in a spiritual battle. So we're supposed to have this wartime um, mentality that, that's always, and that's what I think I've had, just always warring against the flesh. And now what seems like a time of peace where there's not really a war going on but that's concerning because because I know there is a war. So it's like, have I been lulled into a false sense of security that's causing the fires of of passion and and fight and and desire to cool, where I've just kind of come, kind of become blasé or or um, it's a, it's like I'm in neutral, and that's not a not a good thing. So that neutrality, it's kind of like, it's it. by way of analogy, if our spiritual walk is us in a canoe going um, upriver, you know, you're constantly paddling, you're constantly striving, you're constantly, you're because you're going against the flow of life. You know, we've been called to the narrow path. We have to fight upstream. And so 
we're, <laughs> we're constantly struggling to do so. We're constantly paddling and um, sometimes going over rough waters. And it's like I've come into this, this pool of stillness where there's no movement. But I've become accustomed to paddling and fighting and struggling um, where I have this muscle memory, this rela this reflex reflexive um, attitude of, you know, you got to keep paddling. But because I've come into this area of stillness where there's, there's seemingly not really anything going on in my life, um, I don't really have a, an agenda. I don't have a goal. I don't really know what the Lord wants me to do. And, and so I've entered this still waters and, um, instead of paddling and struggling, I've, I've kind of just, um, taken it as a time to, to, to goof off, you know, jump out of the canoe, swim around, go to shore, uh, pick some fruit off the bushes, you know, and it's like, um, there's this, this underlying awareness that at any moment, um, I'm going to have to start paddling again. The things are going to pick up again and I don't want to be caught off guard. Um, none of this makes any sense. I'm sure to anybody out there, cause I'm trying to explain something internally that's occurring that I really don't even understand. Um, it's, it's just a period of, of stillness in my life where, where I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know. I don't see any clear objectives. I don't see anything that the Lord wants me to do. Um, in the past, all the seasons, I've, I've had a vision. You know, I've, I've had uh, um, things that I knew that I was supposed to do. When, when, my, when my son was young, it was, it, the ministry was pouring into him. And, and I was still young in the faith, so it was a period of, of study and growth and just personal spiritual development. And then I went into this period of, of kind of discipleship where I was mentoring young believers and, and leading a Bible study. And, and that kind of morphed into a season of fellowship where it was a desire to grow together as a unity. And, and, and now I'm at the season where I don't really have anything to do. Like, like it's just, my life just seems at a standstill. It's, it's kind of just, you, you, you wake up, you go to the gym, you go to work, you go to bed, you repeat. And there's no, there's no sense of, of purpose. There's no, there's no goal. And, and because of that, because of the lack of movement, so to speak, in the analogy of the, the river, um, I've stopped paddling. And that scares me. I don't want to stop paddling. You know, it's, it's even in still waters, I still got to keep going. Like the Christian life, you have to be making progress or you're floating backwards. You, you got to keep striving. Um, there, there's, there's no going back. We've put our hand to the plow. It's a continual work now until the day of redemption. And so because of this, because of this, this period of internal spiritual stillness, um, I've fallen into just not necessarily sinful, not necessarily worldly habits, but just kind of my focus has become more on just 
what can, what can I do to get some enjoyment in life? What can I do to get some some pleasure out of life? Um, again, I, I don't know if any of this makes sense. It's it's I haven't been getting much done spiritually. You know, it's it's without the struggle of paddling and without the 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 urgency of the fight, I've kind of grown numb, almost. So, anyways, how how has that all tied into me not doing a podcast? Um, well. I've mentioned the different uh, so-called ministries that I do. Um, just these little small things that I, I don't know if anybody else would classify as a ministry, but, um, you know, I do the Facebook Live videos. I do uh, YouTube teaching videos, and um, I do this podcast. And part of the reason I do these things is because of that internal battle. That internal fire keeps me focused. Like, I, I have to be doing spiritual things. I, I need to be productive for the kingdom. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm a lazy person by nature. Um, I'm not an outgoing person. And so I feel like the Lord has, has blessed me and, and given me social media as a means of doing some form of ministry. Even though it, it's a small, seemingly ineffective with a small reach... Um, at least I'm, I'm, I'm outpouring something. I'm, 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 I'm striving to do something. And, and so that internal struggle within me causes me, um, to, to focus on, on being diligent in scheduling spiritual activities. I make sure like that internal battle makes me go, all right, I need to have a time of prayer every day. I need to have a time of Bible study every day, and I need to have a time of outreach every day. And it's that internal struggle with sin that, that causes me to, to have that urgency and to realize this has to get done. It, it creates a zeal within. And, and because of the still time that I'm in, that zeal has kind of faded, and, and I've fallen apart schedule-wise. Like, I'm just not doing um, anything productive, really. Um, you know, I've slowed down on the videos I do. I've slowed down on the pot, like it's almost come to a stop. Um, like every once in a while I'll do one, the podcast. I don't think I've done one in four weeks now. So, um, you know, like I say, it, that's, that's why there's this sense of, of danger. Cause it's like these, while, while the internal struggle of guilt and shame and, and, and battle against the flesh and seeing myself as the chief of all sinners, some people could look at that and go, oh, it's this woe is me, doom and gloom type attitude. But no, it's, it's not. It's, it's what is necessary to, to fan the flames. It's what's necessary um, to keep me aware of the war that we're in and to keep me going. And because there's been a drawback from that, because I'm in this season of stillness, I've lost the urgency. I've lost the zeal. And so I just haven't been doing the things that I should. Instead, I've just been uh, finding ways to please my flesh. And then, um, and like I say, it's I'm not talking about sinful things. Just things to waste time. Things to, to bring outward enjoyment or pleasure or whatever. 
but it, it's caused me to just really lose focus or urgency with these other spiritual things. Um, so, so that's why I haven't been doing the podcast is just, you know, I, I've lost the urgency. I've lost the, the, the regimented schedule. I've lost the, the, I wouldn't say lost. I would say it's just, um, the zeal has been quenched for some reason. And so that leads me into my next topic. And I struggled with this yesterday in prayer, thinking about doing this podcast about how transparent I should be. Like, I I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. And Romans 14 talks about certain things that we have liberty in that we should keep to ourselves because they could be a stumbling block to somebody else. And so I wrestle with that. I go, you know, I think to myself, the things I'm doing in life or the, the struggles I'm having, how, how open should I be? Like, I, I don't want to cause anybody to stumble. Um, and at the same time, transparency has always what's been best for me. It's been what has been most edifying in my life is when I'm an open book. When I just, I share these internal struggles or I share what I'm doing in my life, that seems to be most beneficial. So I I was trying to weigh that out thinking like, how do I, how do I be transparent without, uh, uh, risking being a stumbling block to somebody talking about certain issues that, that somebody might see as sinful and might, might, uh, be discouraged or led astray because of, um, and so I was praying about that and I thought, you know, in my experience, transparency has has never been wrong. Being an open book has always been beneficial to me. Um, so I think I'll, I'll just continue that path and 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 share uh, my life and and try to be as open as possible. So with that said, I, I want to discuss the issue of gambling and uh, specifically the issue of casinos. Um, in the past, I had always viewed casinos as um, not necessarily sinful, but dangerous. I always, I always thought I, I never, I never gambled. Like it just, it just wasn't something I desired to do. It was I've never been a person who's had excess money, so I've never had the means to gamble. And I've gone to like buffets at a casino. And the times I've walked through there, just it felt like a spiritually dark atmosphere um, that caused me um, to forsake casinos and and to actually um, look down or or be cautious and and to warn others that hey, this is probably not something a Christian should be doing. Um, again, not not that I saw uh, gambling as a sin. Uh, because I, I know that in Christian circles, gambling is considered taboo. <clears throat> but I always looked at it as I didn't see any scriptures that, that forbid gambling. And so I, I was like, I, I can't call gambling a sin. I just think a casino is not a good atmosphere. That that was kind of my attitude. So um, earlier this year, um, one of my brothers was going to be getting married. 
and we wanted to have a bachelor party for him. And one of the ideas that came up was, hey, let's all just go to the casino. You know, we'll have a good time. I think it started with, uh, let's all get together at a buddy's house and we'll, we'll play some poker. And then that kind of turned into, well, let's all just head down to the casino. And so we did that and it ended up being a really fun time. You know, I, I had, uh, uh, some extra money that it didn't really matter if I lost it or not. It wasn't money that I needed. My bills were taken care of. Um, the savings were at a level I was comfortable with. So it was like, all right, I've got this little extra money. It doesn't really matter whether or not I win or lose. Let's just go have some fun, uh, for my brother's bachelor party. And after that, I, I realized, you know, I kind of, I really enjoyed, um, going there. It was just, a, like I say, it was fun. I had a fun time. And, and so I was like, I, I reconsidered my position on casinos and so I started to, uh, to really, um, carefully examine my heart. Um, because while I don't think gambling is a sin, I do see certain precautions there. There's a few things in the scriptures that, that warn. And, and one of them is, uh, those that desire to get rich quick, bring swift destruction. Um, I think that's a proverb. So if you have a desire in your heart to be rich, um, you're in, in a dangerous position that's that's apt to bring about some form of destruction. So you have to test your heart. Is there a desire to get rich? Is there a desire for quick gain, for riches? Is is that desire lurking in there? And, and, and gambling can certainly cause that um, or lead to that. And then the other um, one is uh, in Timothy, it says uh, the love of money is the root of all sin. And so again, uh, you have to examine your heart. Is there a love of money? Um, and, and so as I reason this out, like when I went for the bachelor party, uh, there was no love of money. There wasn't a desire to get rich. It was just a, a thing to do. It was just a, a, a fun time to have. That was the true inner desire it was just, Hey, let's go have fun. And so with that being the case, I didn't see any sin in it. I didn't see anything wrong in it. And, and that's, that's kind of my position is, um, a careful, um, sincere, true examination of self to say, um, these, these dangerous aspects, a, a desire to get rich or a love of money, if that exists in your heart and that is the real motive behind gambling, um, then it is a sin. Then you, you've passed into that realm of sin. But if it's just a, a fun thing, if it's just a game, if it's like, um, you know, just sitting around and, and playing a game of poker with your buddies or whatnot, I don't see any sin in that. I, if it's if it's just for fun, just that if your heart is pure in the matter, um, I, I don't see it as a sinful activity. So after that bachelor party, um, that led to this this new idea, uh, this new view of the whole casino experience. And so fast forward a couple months and I'm sitting around and I've got nothing to do for the day. I'm, I'm kind of bored. I'm thinking, you know, what is there to do? And I, my thought goes, well, you know, uh, again, I've, I've got a little extra money. It doesn't really matter if I, if I win or lose, um, why not go to the casino? You know, I had a fun time there last time, maybe, you know, 
maybe it's something fun I could do. It's, it's, I viewed it as like going to an amusement park. You know, you go to an amusement park, you spend 50 or a hundred bucks and you don't gain anything out of it. You don't walk away with any tangible things. You just get an experience of fun. And so I thought, well, that's kind of what a casino is, you know. As long as you go there with the mindset that, hey, it's it's going to cost me 100 bucks or whatever, uh, but I'm going there to have fun for a few hours. So um, as long, and again, this is all done in prayer. This is done in careful self-examination where I'm testing my heart going, is there a love of money? Is there a desire for, for greedy gain? Um, and, and, and being assured that in my heart, these things don't exist. I've never been one that really cares about money. Um, it just hasn't been my desire. I've never, um, probably to my detriment where, where like a lot of people have plans for the future and desire to increase their bank account or build security. Like I don't have that. I just, I don't care about money. I've, I never have. It's just been when you, when you have excess money, you just, you know, you buy what you want, you know, you, you eat, drink, and, and be merry because tomorrow we die. It's this mindset that, you know, money comes and goes. It's irrelevant. It's an irrelevant thing. Like, I don't care. I don't have worldly desires. I don't need a, a big house and a nice car and, and fancy clothes. And, and I've never had that desire. I've always been just really content with what I have. And, and you know, I've always thought, you know, money is, is just a thing. It's It's... Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. It's irrelevant. And when you have it, I've never seen anything wrong with spending it. So, you know, just, just use it for whatever. Um, and so when I had a little extra money, you know, I started uh, going to the casino more frequently. And I would sit and test my heart. I would pray, Lord, is there anything wise I should be doing with this money? Is there anything I need to be investing in right now? Um, I've, I've got this little extra, you know, couple hundred bucks a month or whatever it is. Is there, there anything that I need to be doing with this money? Um, so, so it wasn't just a haphazard run into some thrilling desire of the flesh. It was a prayerful consideration of constantly examining myself going, is this okay to do Lord? Is this something like, Am, am I being unwise in this? Is there anything I need to be applying this this money towards? And finding that no, there there's nothing really needed right now. The bills are paid. Um, there's nothing that 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 the Lord is really leading me to invest in right now. So so just you know have some fun. It's like like on on the weekends, you know, when I'm with my buddies and we go do something fun, that costs me money too. I viewed it in that same light. It's just something fun to do um to to for a few hours to just, you know, enjoy myself. And and that's kind kind of how I viewed it. And so again, I I suppose I didn't really want to get into a big testimony about my own personal life. I just kind of wanted to look at the issue of gambling as a whole is uh, because, again, um, a lot of Christians view this as a taboo thing, as something that, that Christians ought not to do. I thought, let's look at this biblically. Let's look at the issue of gambling biblically and and see whether or not there's sin involved. And and here's what I've learned. In addition to those two verses about the love of money and those who desire to get rich, that those are paramount. They're, I believe that anybody who is going to gamble in any form 
needs to carefully, um, and, 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 and when I say carefully, I, I mean without deceiving yourself. You have to be truly, truly honest and, and self-examining to see if there's any semblance of these things in your heart. Is there any desire to get rich? Is there any love of money in your heart? If the if there is, if there's even a a a, a glimpse of that in your heart in the realm of gambling, then it then it's wrong because your motive is wrong. You're you're not doing it for fun. You're not doing it out of innocency. You're doing it for impure motives. And so there has to be that careful examination. Um, in addition, I've, I've I think I've learned two other things about this. Um, one. In my experience with with casinos, I I've found how addictive they can be. Um, there's a thrill in winning. There's there's a thr- there it triggers some sort of an, like an endorphin in your brain. Uh, the same way any pleasure triggers an endorphin, and so there's an addictive factor. There's there's a risk of becoming addicted to this. And you see that in the people that go to the casinos. You hear these horror stories about people spending their whole life savings or or like the elderly going in and spending all their retirement. It's because of that, I think, that addictive nature of it. And and so there has to be a caution about that. Um, and then I'm coming up on a break here. Uh, there's one other lesson I've learned from this. So I, I, I do want to expound on that on the other side of the break. Uh, so just stick with me. Hey, welcome back to the Weekly Walk. Uh, this is your host, Joshua Ingram, and uh, we've been discussing the issue of gambling. Um, specifically, um, I started you know, telling my testimony of, of, of gambling, but my, my main focus was to look at um, the uh, potential sinfulness of the issue, whether or not it's a sin, whether or not it's something Christians should participate in. And there was one more... Um, factor that I wanted to look at one more one more angle to this that I wanted to discuss something else that I discovered um in the times where I've gone to the casino and that is um you also so again I want to clarify I do not see gambling as a sin I don't think you can point to any verse that says this is a forbidden activity I think it's it's an issue of of liberty it's it's a um, an issue of I don't see it any in any other light than um, an amusement park or or anything else you'd spend your money on that that's frivolous and just kind of um, you know you, you're not you're not purchasing anything you don't get anything out of it other than fun other than just an activity to spend your time on so so the other aspect I was thinking about is is a Christian needs to carefully examine their heart. Um, and, and see whether or not there's a love of money or, or a desire for gain. Um, you need to be aware of the addictive nature of it and, and cautious about that. And then the other thing is to be a wise steward of your finances and, and to under like, and that, um, applies everywhere. Um, like if you were going to an amusement park every weekend, you know, and just, uh, throwing away a hundred, two hundred dollars on that, that could be a, a, an unwise use of your money. Um, that could be, um, you know, as, as a Christian, we're not to, to have a focus on the material. We're not to have a focus on the money. Uh, but you do need to be a wise steward. You want to you wanna 
make sure that you're doing what you need to do in life. You want to make sure your bills are paid. You want to make sure that, that you're being wise and, and having funds to take care of the things you need to take care of. Um, we've all got bills. We, we all, you know, have emergencies that come up, car problems or, or mortgage problems or or what, you know, getting food and things like that. These things need to be prioritized. And so if, you, if you're wasting money um, to the point where where it might put you in danger of, of um, an inability to, to take care of the necessities of life, that's the other danger of gambling is, is uh, you, you might be frivolously throwing away money in, in the same way, like I say, if, if you were to, you know, if, if you're a paycheck to paycheck guy, um, or, or lady, you know, you don't have a lot of excess money and you're just, you're going to the movie theater, um, you know, three, four times a week and throwing away all that money, or you're going to an amusement park or you're going to Dave and Buster's and you're just being, or you're going out to eat all the time. There, there's, it's an unwise use of, of your funds. It's, it's, you're frivolously throwing away the money without any foresight, without any thought. And there's this balance that needs to be had because we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow. We're not supposed to care about tomorrow and store up big barns in preparation of tomorrow. Um, you know, our hope is not in finances. We shouldn't be putting hope in money to protect us from the future. We should be putting our hope in Christ and not worrying about money. But at the same time, you want to be wise in in the use of the funds that the Lord provides for you. And you want to make sure that, that you're handling money in a in a wise, um, righteous fashion. And so if you're just frivolously throwing away money in, in any activity, um, it, I, I think that would be bad. Um, and, and casinos, uh, because of the addictive nature of it, are perhaps more dangerous than a movie theater or an amusement park or a Dave and Buster's or going out to eat or whatever activity it is that you're just wasting money on. Um, those don't seem to have as much danger as a casino because, because of that addictive nature. Um, so again, to just kind of summarize, um, I don't see the activity itself um, as a sinful activity, um, but there are um, several um, spiritual things that you need to consider. There are several things uh, that need to be thought out um, and, 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 and you need to have caution in, uh, before partaking in this activity. And, and those are the four I've outlined. Um, number one is, is the biblical principles of, of not loving money and not desiring to get rich. Um, uh, number two, um, being aware of the addictive, uh, potential, the addictive nature and, um, Number three, being a, a wise steward of your finances and, and not frivolously throwing away um, your, your money. Although we're not to care for money, uh, we do have to be wise in the way that we spend it. Um, so did I say there were four things? I, I guess there was just those three unless I'm missing one. But um, So that that's kind of where I stand on the gambling thing. Um, I guess the fourth would be that the scriptures say, if your conscience is offended by something, if it, if there's any he hesitation in your spirit, like you think something may be sinful, then don't do it. 
Um, because anybody who does something with a with an unclean conscience, who violates their conscience, it is a sin to you. Um, and, and I think the good rule of thumb there is if, if you're prayerfully considering something and you're hesitant on it, you don't know whether or not it would be sinful or not, um, don't do it, you know lean towards that that side of it because you, know, you, you don't want to violate your conscience. You don't want to do something um, that could cause uh, condemnation, that could cause this sense of guilt and, and sinfulness within you. Um, so th there's things that, that, that aren't necessarily defined in the scriptures as sin, you know, and, and, and so that's where Christian liberty comes out, but depending on your maturity and where you are in your walk, if you view something as sinful or you view something as potentially sinful, then it is sin to you and you should not do it. Um, but that that's kind of where I land on this whole gambling casino thing. Um, it, 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 it's just uh, something you have to wrestle out and consider these biblical principles uh, before going into it and being very cautious. It is an area um, that that can be dangerous it, because of these issues. It, it can lead um, to a to a tainted conscience to 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 sin if you have um, these impure motives or if you're being frivolous with your money or or you become addicted to it. Um, so. Just a caution and, and just some of the things that I've, I've observed in the, the times that I've gone to a casino. Like I say, I, I never went um, before this year. And then um, it, it just became kind of a, a a time period in my life where it was like, okay, well, let, let's... Well, I, I don't want to rehash it. I, I guess I've expressed myself fully on the issue, but um, it, there was a hesitancy to discuss this because I know some people out there are going to think that gambling is a sin. And again, I don't want to be a stumbling block by people saying, oh, this man went to the casino. This man, you know, he says he's a Christian and yet he's doing this sinful activity. Um, I hope I've expressed myself in a way that, that's clear. Like, I, I it's... I don't think it is a sin. I think there's dangers in it that I've expressed. But the times that I've gone, I've had careful self-examination. And I, I, I do not believe that I've crossed any line where I went into sin with it. So, this will probably be a, a shorter podcast here because... Um, I really don't, like I say, because of this, this weird period I'm in in my life where... There's not much really going on. I don't have a whole lot to discuss. Um, it's just a, a strange time for me where where there's not a whole lot of zeal. There's not a whole lot of focus right now. There's not. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing um, in my spiritual walk right now, and so. Because of that, I, I, there's not a whole lot of internal dialogue and examination going on. And that's what this podcast is all about, is me taking that internal dialogue, that internal struggle, that internal uh, movement, that internal walk, the weekly walk, and, and expressing it. Um, expressing, you know, 
what's been going on in my internal dialogue, what's been going on in my motives and my desires and my thoughts and my imaginations and, 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 and how that's applicable to the, to the, to the, to the faith, how that's applicable to my, to my Christian walk. And I'm kind of at a standstill right now. And, and so I don't have a whole lot. There's not, there's not a whole lot of, of that internal, um, struggle going on. There's not a whole lot of zeal going on. There's not, there's not a lot of topics, um, that are pressing upon my heart right now. Um, other than, than I, I worry about the lack of zeal. I worry about the lack of passion. Um, I just, I don't want the fires within to cool. Um, but I don't really have anything right now to fan the flame. There's no, there's no focus. There's no goal. There's no vision. There's no agenda. There's no, I, I don't, I don't know. There's no direction right now. I'm kind of at a standstill. And so, um, I'm just kind of waiting on the Lord to, to see what the next season brings, to see where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to be focused on. Um, and in the meantime, I'm just kind of sitting still, you know, I, I, I still pray. I still read my Bible. I'm still, uh, you know, doing a Bible study on Saturday mornings and, um, but other than that, it's just kind of a, a waiting period where I'm just kind of, I'm at a standstill. And, and so that really makes it hard, um, to, to put together a podcast, you know, an hour long podcast where I discuss what's going on in my life because there's nothing going on. You know, I'm just kind of just kind of here and just uh, waiting, waiting for something to do. So I guess with all that said, uh, I'll have to wrap it up here um, and just keep this short and sweet. Um, as always, I, I truly appreciate you guys listening. Um, I love you very much. Um, it, it brings me joy um, to see those of you who listen, listening, um, to get your feedback. I really appreciate that. And uh, I love you guys, and Lord willing, we'll talk to you next time.